Hello, everyone. Welcome to another great episode at the DKM Podcast. And ladies and gentlemen, I have to make an announcement. I have to make a public apology. No twit longer. Just going straight to it. They are making a Switch Pro. Now, I, I gave Nintendo a lot of flack the other episode, and I'm I'm very sorry about that. And I'm, I'll be honest. I When they told me they were going to use Steam integration, I, I thought Nintendo was finally catching up with the modern day. And, and wait, what's that? What? It's not made by Nintendo? Why the fuck does it look like a... It's made by Valve? The same guy... Valve. The the, the guys who made Steam. And, and Half-Life. And Art, <clears throat> Artifact. Uh, oh, okay. Oh, they're making it. Okay. All right. Who, who gave me this information? Jimmy? Yeah, fire Jimmy. Fuck Jimmy. Jimmy, Jimmy can uh, kiss my ass. He, he gave me the wrong information. All right. Well, sorry about that, ladies and gentlemen. Let me now we need a new intern. Myself. Yeah, yeah, we need a new intern, so uh, I'll go ahead and put the uh, application process down underneath, because Jimmy is no longer going to be able to feed his family. Fuck Jimmy. Anyways, yes, ladies and gentlemen, the Switch Pro is official, but it is not made by Nintendo. It is made by our boys over there at Valve. Get Lord, Praise Lord Gaben. They're making the Steam Deck. So, how do you guys feel about that? Did you, did you even see, like, when he was talking about how the price point was critical? Oh yeah, <laughs> um, I, dude. He he looked like he was about to cry when he said the price points. I mean, that like sucks, that's dude. that's the thing. Listen, like, four hundred yeah. as a starting point for RDNA two is an amazing deal, considering how much laptops are. And I understand like he's trying to compete with the Switch, like mm-hmm. straight up trying to compete with the Switch. Um, but the fact that it was even announced at the same time as the OLED switch is just—it's it was perfect. Ironic. It was perfect. Dude. Well, no, wasn't it when the pre-orders for the switch were dropping? Yeah, and yeah, then that's exactly. when the—that's uh, what it was. Pretty right? much like it's like, hey, you could drop the money on this, or you could drop five. Bucks Did you guys actually this. notice that uh, Walmart was giving a fifty-dollar discount for pre-orders on the Switch OLED? What? Yeah, it was some sort of like uh, price matching glitch you could do, where essentially you would just get the three hundred dollars. Yep. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> I mean, like, if you want to go through that process, go for it. Hell That's yeah! That's crazy. Um, but yeah, but let, let's let's go back to the uh, the. I the think I think um, it's a good idea. I think like Steam yes. definitely you know are gonna hit it out of the park as soon as it drops. You know, what was it? October tenth? No, December. It drops December of this year. Um, obviously I want to see more of it. Apparently Proton, they're using Proton for, um, like, uh, like translation between Windows and Linux, or you can just delete like the whole OS and and download Windows instead and use it like as a Windows machine. Anyways, like, I I think it's a great deal for the money, especially you get a controller, you get mouse, you get a touchscreen. You you get RDNA two with the R and the Zen two um, Zen two cores as well. I mean, people are saying next gen, but they're not really next gen CPUs. It's it's weird because if it was the next gen CPU, it would be you know Zen three. But it, if you're talking about consoles, and yeah, it's next gen because consoles are using uh, Zen two cores. Yeah, it's all in the matter of perspective and the competition you're using, which is again the Nintendo. Switch. I think they're re- yeah, they're really going for you know just the console market in general. They're going after people that want to just plug and play. That or they just want to be able to play their PC games on the go, like without a laptop. Well, yeah, um, which a dedicated handheld gaming PC is is definitely not a new concept, but it's new for Steam. It's new for Valve. Well, I would argue, well, actually, before we get to that, because I actually have a lot to say about that. Uh, Marcos, what do you think? Do you think you're going to go it, go for it? or? I swear, if anyone who had this whole um, PC master race mentality is going to now shell out all the money they can, even buying it from scalpers, to buy this pseudo-console-like type of uh, machine, and they still talk crap about... Um, consoles their kneecaps needs to be deleted because if you look at the the scheme of of how it looks how it's structured it looks exactly like the switch and the button layout is exactly like what you'd expect from a um uh what do you call it from a console uh controller so 
they essentially have a portable console for their for their for their whole uh, video game purposes. Now, granted, it's 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 a portable computer where it's you know much like a laptop where you can take a laptop anywhere you go. But I just find it hilarious the same people who are the elitist for PC master race are also shilling for this thing. So it's it's ironic to me. But but what you don't I think have of it, to go to like a scalper to to get one because they're allowing pre-orders and they're just pushing the date back for when you would get it. People so are scalping pre-orders already. They can't. The eBay actually shut that down. Oh, really? Yeah, they actually they actually put a policy in place saying that you can't promise the sale of another sale essentially. Oh, okay. That's cool then. Um regard I I think that it's pretty nice that you can uh that a big label like Valve is doing something that involves uh portability oh, and yes. and Basically, creating competition in the market when it comes to portable um, consoles, portable machine gaming machines, because obviously the the Nintendo DS is basically dead at this point because the Switch is taking over and PlayStation yeah, stopped DS with their Vita. For a while. Yeah, I mean, there's still games coming out for it, but it's not like what it was before, you know. Um, the, the PS Vita obviously is also dead, so I wish I wish the PS Vita could have like make a comeback because honestly, like. I wouldn't mind playing my PS games on the go, uh, if I'm not playing. Yeah, you can through the Steam Deck. Right, that's true. Uh, but I have like save files I can't transfer from P- PlayStation Four to P- uh, to PC. Like my, I don't think you could transfer. I've been playing a lot of Red Dead Redemption Two online. Did you? Hear so I don't think the I could transfer of, that. Like uh, the sort of the updates that they're trying to bring to Steam, like instead of cross sync. Or uh-huh. yeah, it, I think it's called cross sync instead of cross saves. They're gonna do cro- or cloud sync and cloud saves. So cloud sync is when you suspend a game on Steam, and then just come right back to it on a different device. That's what they're trying to do now. But the Google Stadia did it first. <laughs> <laughs> that thing is dead, dude. That even that yeah. thing's dead, which is a shame. But oh well. I I will say though that um I'm a little disappointed that the only way you can upgrade the um uh the new steam deck is the uh it's memory and ha and it's screen it's a shame that you can't upgrade anything performance wise but i want to know what what um i guess what executive or what meeting they had where they're like we're only going to do a memory upgrade and maybe down the line we'll do like a performance upgrade where we can just sell another variant of it um but just upgrading the memory in, in and of itself uh if you don't have a decent amount of internet it's great, I guess, if you want to load things better. But honestly, I'm kind of iffy, iffy on it. I don't think I'm going to get a day one. Like most things, I probably won't get a day one. But it's honestly, it looks like a. Uh, if you're going to use that for gaming, it's probably going to be just a portable single-player game console of sorts. Because I can't imagine playing on Wi-Fi on a rather competitive like uh, video game where you're just playing multiplayer. I, I don't think it's going to like work too well if you're on the go and playing multiplayer games unless you have like a really good internet uh via wi-fi right yeah I mean, you know I mean? that's that's definitely not what i would be doing i would be playing like single player games i could imagine playing red dead redemption 2 on the fucking go and that'd be pretty fucking fun um but yeah i i as far as this goes i have a very interesting take on this whole thing now i personally don't see myself getting it i'm considering it but not really like gung-ho about it not saying i don't think it's cool i am really excited to see when other people get it and i really want to see what people will do with this thing mainly through emulation because holy shit can you imagine the potential oh yeah this thing could get because because like that's like the main com- comparison that people are saying is that like the main joke that people are saying on twitter is that the switch can can't play sonic adventure one or two but the steam deck can the switch can't play uh mario galaxy 2 but the Steam can't, uh, the Steam Deck can, you know, and that that's sort of the the thing that makes it so appealing to me. And Marcus, you bring up the fact that like, well, the PC Master Race thing and stuff like that. There's always been a demand for a portable way to play PC games. Now I know that the obvious thing would be the laptop, but you know, oh, you yeah. gotta still carry the thing around. You got to plug it to the wall. You still, and it's going to be really expensive. And you know, you brought up the fact that you probably can't upgrade the Steam Deck. As far as I know, we don't know yet because we haven't had our hands on 
on it, no one's on taking it apart. But judging by the form factor, right. similar to a laptop, you really can't upgrade much with them. That's sort of the main reason why I never bought a gaming laptop for gaming purposes, because to me, I'd rather have a strong laptop for work and editing purposes, right? And that's why I just never like justified the reason like for people to be like, Oh, I'm not gonna get a gaming desktop, I'm gonna laptop instead for portability. It's like why like you can't upgrade this thing it's going to cost you a lot of money you got to plug this thing in the wall anyways to get the full power out of it so it's more of a pain than anything um but what i'm so interested in is that for years and i mean years and years people have been uh uh been wanting a portable pc gaming setup but it's a little bit more pocketable you know um there have been many 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 projects through kickstarter and indiegogo and when the steam deck was announced the first thing that came in my mind was this is like it you know this is like okay a big company is finally taking an idea that we all been wanting for ever and ever and ever and it's finally being done by a bigger company and like how kenny said that well the price point probably hurt gabe newell yeah because gabe realizes that hey if we want to actually sell this thing to people we need to make this product competitive uh competitive to the other uh, competition you know like okay the direct yeah. competition is the switch the cheapest way we can make it is four hundred dollars you know net profit cost and loss like that you know basically they, they figured it out to a compared to the thing. oled yeah the oled switch yeah, but Which then again, though, I, I wouldn't even say that's even a fair assessment because, like, that's not out on the market yet, but neither is the Steam Deck. Exactly. But not everybody, not everybody's going to need to upgrade to the OLED either. It's not mm -hmm. even like that bit. Not so they're still going by the base Switch, right? And yeah. um, I I used to follow a lot of projects through Kickstarter and Indiegogo with the basic promise of like, hey, we're going to make a gaming PC because at the time of 2015, you know mobile chipsets have been coming out that have been really fucking good and it's making it a possibility there has been uh pgs which it fucking sucked it was a fake fucking prototype which is a big common thing you're oh hear about yeah i remember projects. pgs yeah. yeah pgs the guys in russia yeah the russian uh, dudes that, that spoke english and their lip-syncing was awful was awful hello <laughs> kickstarter yeah it was not good, but it was entertaining. I'll tell you that it wasn't. Oh man, if you guys go watch and uh, go sit back and just watch the video and listen to what they're actually saying, none of that shit makes sense. None of it no. makes sense, and you can sit there and just die of laughter because, like, I just remember. I remember vividly. Like, it's a really pale white dude sitting in front of a like a camera that yeah. is supposedly speaking he's in an English. actor by the way he, oh yeah i know he's an actor he's, just, he's a russian actor they're all actors they're all actors. and the, the top person the top person the owner of the company is actually the i think the son or the daughter of of like a mobster or some crazy shit like that yep uh, a russian uh a a russian mob <laughs> yep yep i like i like that he's just like oh these americans really like me because they really want to catch me um <laughs> and i think my favorite thing was like pgs revolution now oh yeah um, at the end there <laughs> i'm trying to find like dude if you really want to laugh like i'm trying to find like the uh, the apology video where they did where they basically like if they you apologize about, like, these, they did it, basically whenever these companies come out and they have these ideas you know there's always like two companies working with them right there's the guy who's making the machine and then there's the other one who's providing the parts right? yeah yeah and always 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 there's always something that happens between the two of them right after the project starts where one of them doesn't want to work with the other one but they mm -hmm. own royalties to this one and blah 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 and it wasn't just pgs it was also smash z which we'll get to them yeah later. the same fucking um, group too well, it's a different group of people, but it's the same idea. No, no, no. I believe it was the same people that, that did the PGS. They went ahead and started Smash Z. I'm pretty sure it was a, the same thing. No, it's two, it's two different people. Mm. Completely different people. Yeah, but it, because, it's pretty uh, much the same. It's the same ironic. Like the same scam, essentially. Yeah. Okay. Um, let me see if I can find it. But anyway, uh, drop and... But yeah, uh, I, when the uh, Steam Deck was announced, I was uh, instantly 
and reminded of these projects, you know. And he, and my boy, Stop Dropping Retro, I really recommend you guys watch this guy's stuff. He basically, you know, he basically he talks about like interesting gaming technology, like he's doing this sec, uh thing about talking about video games in prison. But my favorite thing he's ever done is where he looks at Kickstarter projects, explain, okay, this is a fucking scam, and then explain to you why it's a fucking scam. And he went into great detail explaining like how the PGS project was a scam, how the Smash C both of these devices essentially what they do is that they take um off the shelf like windows tablets and they deconstruct them and put them in a basically in a steam controller or the pgs tries to sell you like it's like a fucking cell phone ds combo pack thing going on and uh you know that's why with these company whenever these guys try to do these scams they do it through indiegogo because indiegogo does not require a prototype but kickstarter does like kickstarter says hey we didn't know like how far along are you in this project before you're asking us for our services right and was that a a thing that they've always had or is it just more of a recent thing because of no it's always uh, been like that That, that's the thing like there's a reason for that because like so many people would make up a project and they promise a prototype but most of the prototypes are either fake don't exist or they're 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 playing they're fooling you essentially yeah or it's photoshopped yep yeah, and that's why they tell them, like, you can't use, like, realistic 3D renders because that's misleading the people into thinking that the project is ahead than when it actually is, you know? And um, and my boy Stop Dropper and Retro, who basically investigated this whole thing, thing which, by the way, they called him out on it. Uh, the Smash team, like, basically shit-talked on him. That's funny. Uh, saying that, like, they even caught... They firstly tried to copyright strike it. They basically did the Konami trick where they try to like copyright strike his video. But in the rare rare case this happened, YouTube defended him. They said <laughs> that no, we reviewed the video. It is fair use. We are not deleting the video. And right after that didn't work, they went on their private forum to essentially shit talk on him, saying like, no, he's wrong, he's lying, that's not true, blah 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 blah. And it's like, and of course, the problem is though, this is a Spanish company, so there's English isn't as popular, oh, that's great. But there's a lot, yeah. As you can imagine, communication is not the best, you know. Yep. And there's a whole fucking can of worms you could get into it, where basically, uh, uh, Smash Z was gonna team up with uh, the guys who made Click Arm. They split up like at the beginning of the project, so we don't know who the fuck is working with who, but they're still like in the project description and shit. It's it's a can of worms. I recommend you just look up the PGS tour. But my point I was trying to get at with this, uh, with this long-winded story, was that Stop Drop and Retro basically explained it like this. If a project, to quote the man, it's the early worm effect. If a idea is, is in fact revolutionary, a bigger company will come along and make a better product for you at a cheaper price. Yep. Now, enter, if it makes enter you feel- Valve. <laughs> enter valve right and it's like that's that's a good point like that's that's how it is because it makes sense like with a smaller startup company you have to fund them you have to understand that they're a smaller team a smaller scale blah 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 but if a bigger company has the same fucking idea they got all the money and resources from the from the word go so that's why valve could say yeah we could totally make a gaming pc at the size of a switch for 400 dollars. we could do that we're fucking valve we could take the loss i mean have you seen steam you think we're running out of money anytime soon? Fuck no. They haven't even decided to make a new game in like 20 fucking years. Do you well, think they need to at this point? Yeah. Uh, what about my boy Artifact? Honestly, I'd, I'd be happy if they would. What, make another game? Yes. If they made like a new Portal yeah, or if they made a new um, Left 4 Dead game. Well, there was Half-Life Alex. Yeah, there yeah. was Half-Life Alex, but... Honestly, there, anyway. there needs to be like a actual true sequel to Half Life, or you know, another Portal or something. Well, well, that's uh, that's gonna be a dream to dream on forever. Oh right? yeah, I mm-hmm. know. I just, but yeah, so essentially, this is what I've been wanting for because for years and years. And to be fair, though, if I could give benefit of the doubt, there was one successful project that was essentially what they delivered. Now, granted, it wasn't like a gaming juggernaut, mm-hmm. but it did deliver, and that was the GPD win. I was so considering getting that at the time. Now, keep in mind, though, this wait, was which the one was even revealed? Oh, the first one, the GPD. The first one, like the original yeah. like clamshell design one. At the time when the 3DS was still current, I thought that shit was the fucking coolest thing. Because it was like a 3DS. Like was a, yeah, it was the size of a 3DS, but it was fucking Windows and it could run a lot of shit. Not greatly, but dude, it's a fucking Windows device on a goddamn DS clamp. Well, That's apparently cool this uh this uh 
Steam Deck is going to have ray tracing built in. Oh, thank goodness, because I really, because that's still lasting. I want to turn on on a portable. Oh, system. trust me, I know, but that means that there might be, you know, some form of DLSS. I mean, it it is RDNA too. They're gonna probably support FSR. So that's true, but hey, I mean, like to me, it's just like, hey, man, I'm gonna, I'm expecting to run this bitch as low as possible. If I could get 60 FPS on Doom, fuck it, dude. That already defeats the Switch version for me. That makes me happy, and I already could play because I already own it. That's the best part. Like, if I buy games on Steam. It's on my deck. It's I don't have to do the switch thing again. This is awesome. Yep. But uh, yeah. So this is what I've been telling people is that like, look, if this it, it, clearly the market wants this right now, and Valve saw the time, and they're like, hey, people want to play their PC games on the go. The hardware is ready. Keep because keep in mind all these projects we mentioned, like the Smash Z and the PGS and stuff. Those were like 2015, 2016, you know, years ago, right? Yeah. And that was like when the idea of it was still like very fresh, and people were like very hesitant on it, right? But now, after years of development stuff, and just to put it in perspective, right? The, after immediately when the when the Steam Deck was announced, I looked up what's the current status of the Smash Z right now, or the Smash Z. I don't know how the fuck these people pronounce it because it's different every day. Yeah, their website is still up, right? You could still buy one apparently, but I don't think it's even come out yet. And just to put it in perspective, the price ranges between the Smash Z, the Pro, and the Ultra is from the cheapest, it's six ninety nine. Eight ninety nine, and one and almost twelve hundred. Yeah. Then and you look at the competition. Yeah, you look at the the Steam Deck, and it's four hundred, five hundred, and then six fifty. Exactly, because they're a bigger company, and they could like you know charge it at a competitive. Well, apparently, price, Smash know? like I think you sent it in in the Discord earlier today or the day before. Oh yeah. You know it was. It's going to be vaporwave, yeah. uh, vaporware. Yeah, essentially. essentially, it's gone. And I'm like, I don't know how the fuck. It, where, where, I mean, what the fuck do you think it's going to happen? Like, if do you th- like, do, do did they think that like no one else is going to try after them? Like, of course people are going to keep going. Like, I would be legitimately surprised if anybody eventually ever gets this fucking product, which I am highly doubtful. I've only seen one unboxing and one review of it. And everybody who I've seen or heard that tried it out at press events and shit like that said it ran like dog shit yep. and it is oh. not good at all. <laughs> so, yeah, this this makes me really happy because it shows that, you know, people have always wanted this. A bigger company like fucking Valve is coming along to do it. And you know what, dude? I, I'm, I'm happy. I'm excited. But I'm not excited enough to get it. Like, I'm looking forward to see what people do with it. But what we'll the wait and see. Yeah, exactly. My only my only concern is is that again like as much as I love Valve, Valve on a software side of things have been always been really good for the most part. Hardware wise, like physical hardware products, that's why I've always been hesitant with because they tried the Steam controller. Remember when the Steam machine was a thing? When people found like just didn't think like, hey, why not just build a fucking computer and just use the HDMI cable? And plug it to your fucking TV. I don't know what was the purpose of the Steam machine. I get it that people want to say like, oh, it's for console players. So it's it was. Uh, so the Steam machines was just a way for Steam to push their OS system onto uh, you know consumer market, which just ultimately failed. It was supposed to be a plug and play solution to PCs, mm-hmm. but ultimately mm-hmm. nobody wanted it because there was no user. Uh, upgradability for it so once you got that that was it that was the configuration you had minus you know the SD or the hard drive at the time maybe uh, SSD and you know you can increase how much RAM you have on on board but that's about it oh baby this bad boy can open up five Chrome tabs yeah exactly Jesus. is Chrome supported on Linux I don't fucking know because Valve really likes Linux I will say though that yeah. Steam, yeah, actually, does have Steam the ability OS to push on, things on Arch, Arch Linux OS. It's all form of yeah, Linux. it's a form of Linux, but that's why they're using Proton to translate uh, Windows code into uh, oh, like Linux code essentially. Right, but uh, yeah, to finish off my point, um, as far as like a physical hardware side of thing, I've always been a little bit hesitant though because Valve is one of those companies that like they write down a product idea and on paper sounds fucking genius but it's all about like at the end of does it you know 
reached a market. Like when the Steam controller was announced, I, it made sense. Like, hey guys, we are a PC gaming company and we want to make a controller that lets you play every single PC game on our platform. For example, like RTSs and games that basically require a mouse and keyboard. But if you ask anybody who's ever used a Steam controller, they'll be like, yeah, this is cool and all, but I'd much rather use my Xbox 360 controller and just use my mouse and keyboard for everything else if I need to, you know? And then there was the Steam Link, which I actually own, and I only used it once, and it was neat. I bought it for a dollar at GameStop when they wow. were basically selling them out for... Yeah, it was a neat piece of hardware. Like, I was really excited. I did a lot of research on it. And at the time, you know, before, like, all the streaming boxes were very convenient, then the Steam Link essentially became an app, which it should have been at the first place. Mm -hmm. Um yeah, the deck was neat as shit. Don't get me wrong. It was kind of cool to try out Dark Souls 3 in my living room, but it really wasn't, like, a hot seller, you know? And then there was, uh, like I said, the Steam Machine, which is still technically a thing. Valve just doesn't advertise it anymore. Um, like, you could go on fucking Alienware, and you could still see that they advertise Steam Machines. And then there's the Valve Index, which clearly... Uh, now, to be fair, though, the Valve Index from the get-go was, hey, this is going to be the... the uh enthusiast vr headset we're not expecting this to appeal to the oculus newbies or the htc vive early adopters like this is the people who want to get like the best top tier s tier most expensive vr setup right yeah but, but now the display is freaking outdated and yeah, and the oculus quest 2 has a better uh vr screen than than that one does granted it is only a single lcd panel but you're still getting a sharper image versus the the um index damn that's a confusing question because the like performance horror in me really wants to hire refresh like, really <laughs> well actually um they... the the oculus quest 2 now does 120 frames per second but the index does a little bit more yeah it does what 165 I think it's like 144. Oh well, I mean, but yeah, I. I but you get yeah, a higher, no, you get a higher spec is, on uh, the screen. The only issue with it is is uh, IPD adjustment, really. That's true, that's very true, but uh, yeah. So that that's just my thing. Um, the Steam Deck, I'm really excited. I really want to see what the community can do with it. I really hope that they figure out making like their own operating system where mm -hmm. it's Windows friendly. Because let's be honest, though, like Linux is cool and all, but like, you know. It's fucking like it's 2021 like no one really uses linux everyone uses windows and i know that valve uh, you know i remember reading all those early articles where valve was like look guys left 4 dead 2 runs slightly faster on linux and it's like okay what about everything else uh, don't ask any questions that's not important and they already have confirmed like a handful of games are not going to be playable on the steam deck but they're working on it like apex legends rainbow six siege i think they said gta 5 i'm not so sure but like like they said i like how they're open about it. like look it's a computer like we know that you're gonna put windows on this bitch so i hope that the community makes like an operating system that's windows friendly but it's also friendly for the steam deck you know what i'm saying yeah so i'm excited i can't wait to see what to do with it well you have big picture mode for the steam deck on steam like if you had the windows well, that's true and they were making a dock they're making a dock. Yeah, the dock's going to be cool, too, because um, you'll you'll have... I think the dock's going to, like, overclock it. Uh, no, it's overclock literally the, just uh... it's just a, like peripherals, and, like, you get gigabit Ethernet, you get uh, three USB-A ports, you get a USB-C for power, you get an HDMI. I think you get two HDMI outs. And... Is it going to be, like, one of those things where, like, the Switch is able to push out 1080p when oh, it's on the dock yeah you can actually push out higher resolutions when it's on on the okay. dock so like if you have it on a monitor it can go up to the native resolution of the monitor plus you can have it as a secondary screen if it's sitting next to the monitor so you can have two screens at the same time oh nice you know what you know what company said that same exact thing pgs pgs smash the PGS out of your pocket yeah man you know what you pgs even you know what what else they sold a freaking oh is it the usb pc <laughs> oh, oh you mean uh game band or game well no it was kind of like the game band but but it's a usb pc and they were trying to sell it it was pgs that was trying to sell it Oh, As a, under a different one. company, they were selling it under a different company, but it was the exact same thing. Yep. Yep. 
They said you could take your PC anywhere, anytime, on the go. (laughs) All on your fucking wrist. Oh my god. I can't wait to uh, see third party, uh, or aftermarket, I should say, peripherals for the, um, what do you call it, for the new Steam Deck. Because when the Switch came out, obviously people had issues when it was first announced that, hey, this kickstand doesn't look like it's going to do all that much. So people started making... um, aftermarket parts for the switch like cases and stuff to have a better yeah a better kickstand which ironically enough it took nintendo years right Literally. actual years to to put it on a newer switch but i mean they also released licensed uh or their own branded um like accessories like a like uh what do you call those things like a those um switch stands <laughs> the charging uh it's stand. a, it, stands. no no it's um it's so you can uh, when you're playing on a handheld mode it's got like this little thing that can fits in your palm better, so the s- entire switch, while oh, it's in handheld mode, it feels better. You can grip it better. Um, some of those came with um with kickstands, so yeah. I- I'm really interested in the Steam Decks aftermarket uh, stuff, like maybe um uh, certain cases, creative cases, artistic cases, maybe um something to make the buttons feel better, maybe ch- able to change out the buttons to make it a lot more adaptive thing to work with. It's just it's just Something that I, I really liked uh, when the Switch first came out, just looking at all these different type of aftermarket stuff that make things a little bit easier for the for the user, uh, giving it a more comfortable experience. So yeah. I'm just, just looking forward to the stuff like this. But with the Steam Deck, I don't, right now, like most things like we said before in the podcast, just like wait until the beta testers get rid of it, like get rid of all the little like annoying uh nuisances and stuff yeah. and just let let it kink it out all the defects and then buy it once like a couple months out uh so i mean that, that that's usually my model with a lot of things so the only thing i kind of not looking for for the steam deck is uh so i am always a big uh person when it comes to like if you're buying anything that's like more than like 50 bucks and you can have an option to put extended warranty on it, and it's something that you could expect to like break because of just random wear and tear. If it's always on you, like headphones, earphones, uh, your Apple watches, even do it because you'll never know. Day to day, something happens, it gets messed up, and now it won't register right with your uh, with whatever device you're connected to. So I'm really interested how the Steam Deck is going to work with um, these kind of warranties as well. Uh, Granted that if you ma- do manage to get one and your warranty's out, I mean, I mean not warranty's out, you trade it in because you have the warranty, how long will you have to wait to get a new one? Because I'm pretty sure the Steam Deck is going to be sold out for a while, given the whole um, world virus that's still going around and it's still affecting uh, some f- forms of manufacturing and, and producing things. So who knows how it's actually going to end up. Hopefully it's not too bad compared to like the PS5, Xbox Series X, and the 30 Series cards. Uh, so... I, I can only wish for the best, but there's just a lot of things. The, the the market volatile. A lot of situations are volatile still because we're still in this situation. Although we're coming, we're in the uh, the uh, what's the call the the, the, the the ending, yeah, the end of it, right? Yeah, we're. Uh, we're I can only. Uh, hopefully, hopefully it stays at the yeah. rear end of it because things are, you know news about new stuff coming. Yeah, there's out, a there's a uh, new cases that that's coming out that uh. But it's only affecting people that aren't vaccinated, so. Yeah, but regardless, it's uh, I I can only be hopeful. So I wish that the Steam Deck uh really kicks it out of the park and sets a uh, a a precedent and also uh a line that everyone's like, hey, all right, so the Steam Deck is at this level. We only accept things above this. So I wonder how that's gonna affect um future uh what's this called uh developments of portable pcs portable consoles because i'm pretty sure steam is also like very very or valve is very very friendly with like a lot of their like ips and they just go yeah go at it go go make it better for us because we're, we're done with it oh yeah uh, so i wonder if they're gonna do the same thing with the steam deck where they uh they they take a lot of ideas and then they make contracts with certain companies that make other types of uh like similar products and then they upgrade it maybe we'll get a steam deck that has better battery life but lower performance or more performance well, that's and the good thing it's, about it's a it being case, so. a computer is you can pretty much adjust however you need it to fit your schedule however you need it to fit um 
the way that you want to play it. When's the release date? Uh, When's the December release date? of 2021. So I'm guessing by then we'll get like more announcements about like if you can upgrade it yourself. Because if they're... Here, here's, my, here's my thoughts on it. They give you an option to upgrade memory, right? Oh, What's yeah. stopping you as a consumer who's tech savvy and knows how to do all this, you know, just who works with uh, tech repair, who mm-hmm. works with all sorts of things, right? What's stopping you from getting the base, the base, um, I, I could tell uh, you, Steam Deck and just upgrading on your own? I could tell you. What, what is it? Um, it what? the memory actually being soldered onto the board. Okay. That would literally is it, be wait soldered or, yeah, soldered or or an actual part of the board. No, and, like, like not just like modules are soldered onto the board to make it mm, because okay. if if that was the case, everybody would buy the four hundred dollar version of it, open it Makes up, sense. and slot in an M.2 slot into or an M.2 SSD into the slot, and just call it a day. I mean. Look at what PS5 did with their SSD. They literally soldered it onto the board. Microchip right. and everything. Okay. Like, everything. We're talking memory. We're talking microchip. We're talking the controller. We're talking about NAND flash. I mean, all of it. All of it's on the on the motherboard. And then they added another M.2 slot. But... Weren't there cases with a PlayStation or was it Sony or was it uh, Microsoft that they bricked your console if you have an unofficial part installed and they detected and Xbox was, was it, it Xbox? Okay. Yep. What are you? Yep, I remember the story. Some some guy basically figured out because the, remember this is when the 360 was still new at the time. Um, some guy basically opened up the internal the Xbox hard drive that's on the top and found that was just a laptop hard drive. Mm-hmm. He bought a cheaper laptop hard drive, slid it that bitch in, put it in the Xbox. Xbox detected it as a as a counterfeit band is a uh, Xbox. No way. I'd never heard of that story because normally yeah. you have I've to it, you yeah. have to grab your hard drive from your Xbox 360 and then form, put it on on like the PC as a file and then um you make like a mirror image of it and put it onto the new hard drive and then slap it uh into the the Xbox 360 and there you go. You got yourself a a new hard drive. Yeah, but the problem was is that Microsoft can tell that okay we don't have a hard drive at that space on the system right so hard they determined it as a modification they saw that as a no no instantly banned this guy's account which is what i like about valve valve is very much like oh they're hey, open source man we make things yeah we're super open source like we are well aware of it like i like how they're just like look we could tell you that all this shit and stuff but we know what you guys are going to do with it and we're a-okay with yeah it. we're very supportive um about the hard drive question is the nvme ssd is that upgradable can you like replace that on the uh nobody knows until they until they get official you know the official product because that that's what i'm saying maybe the emc the the emmc or emcc i forget which the flash memory it's emmc yeah flash memory um I think that that one's going to be soldered onto the motherboard. The way that you can expand your storage is through a micro SD card. They already which works. Yeah, but it's but a it's lot slower unless you know you yeah. pay a lot of money and get something that's really fast. Ultimately, I think I think personally that it's going to be, and I hope this this you know ages like fine milk. Um. That it's all going to be soldered onto the board, be- just for space constraint. I'm sure so, people are going to so find a way to go around everything. Wrong. Yeah, yeah. So I don't look like an asshole. <laughs> I think, uh, I think people are still going to try to find a way to upgrade it because there, there has to be more of a reason. Well, obviously, with the PlayStation Five, they they soldered a whole bunch of things and made it made the PS Five a set computer when it comes to like, mm-hmm. hey, you can't really change out things. Because uh, the PS Four, even the PS Four, uh, the the slim, yeah, the, the regular, and the Pro. You you can change parts as you wish. Yeah. Um. But not since a PS5 set. I want to know what else is set when it comes to this uh this new Steam Deck. Obviously, there's only so much you can do. Obviously, the smaller the part. I, I would hope powerful, that they did like an M.2 upgrade where you can actually open it up and just slot in another M.2 because yeah, like can you imagine because user repair dope. would be amazing. But right, you know, if, especially if the SSD, like if that memory module breaks, like let's say, you know, the actual storage on the, the console breaks, you literally have to replace the entire console because that's connected to the motherboard. It would make more sense for it to be soldered 
or not soldered, uh, slotted. Like how Xbox mm-hmm. did it with the Xbox Series X and S, you, you can pull out the M.2 and slide in another one. Uh, I will say though that the uh, only thing I'm really looking forward to is like, so obviously I'm not sure if you guys look are are, are into this world of uh, uh, tech repair where people have are fighting for the right for repair where oh um, yeah I heard like about they're that. suing people uh, they're suing companies like Apple because they're they're hiding their schematics and all that stuff mm-hmm. and there's 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 regulations against certain things that that Apple's trying to fight against and not just apple it's also like it's phone just, companies like yeah, it's and just stuff. big tech companies they don't want you to get into their into their device they want you to purchase a new one the next year instead of just especially uh, apple it. they they make it so difficult with the genius bar mm-hmm. as well so like like it regardless of that like i'm interested in what these um tech repair uh companies end up doing with this steam deck obviously uh the same places can do consoles already and when the PS5 was out, oh, yeah. uh, people were talking about sk- probable schematics, saying, "Hey, if this is uh, the specs that the Xbox Series X and the PS5 are going to have, uh, it's possible this is what, what's going to happen." So then, once they got their hands on a PlayStation 5 or an Xbox Series X, they started making uh, wiring diagrams and schematics and able to like uh, help with diagno- diagnostic and whatnot. So I'm really interested in what they find out with the Steam Deck. Uh, what things obviously um, Valve wanted to keep hidden in their hardware uh and i'm wanting to see if there's also any software that comes with this steam deck that allows you to um be so what's the word fluid between your actual pc and you're just your regular old steam deck I, well, i'm really interested in what they have know, they but do make, i'm not that optimistic they do make mm-hmm. uh vcs for a reason VCs, VC, vcs so vc stands for virtual uh computer so oh, okay okay you know, okay you can yeah, always yeah. just download like a virtual client and and use a virtual client give part of your cpu and gpu over to that virtual client and do whatever sort of windows task you need to do and then just go about your business back on your steam deck because the thing is is that this version of steam os is more of a uh linux it's just linux i mean you can literally download third-party apps on there you can download epic game store you can download um you know, blizzard.net on there, whatever is supported on Linux, you can download it straight off the internet. You can go right. and do web browsing. You can, you know, if you wanted some editing software. It's just yeah, exactly. It's it just, just has, a, has a nice Steam skin on exactly. it. Exactly. And you don't even, you're not even tied down to that skin. You can exit that skin and go back to like, you know, regular Steam, however they have it on Linux, uh, if, you, if you do so. Like if you want to. Mm-hmm. Which personally, I like the fact that they're very open and honest on on how they want users to interact with the console, because it, 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 in my opinion, it's more consumer friendly the way that they're approaching it rather than obviously the console manufacturers. But at the same time, I understand they're trying yeah. to lock down their their store to where they they make the money. Valve is they know they're going to make the money either way. Because exactly, especially that, their that, sales. Their sales are just amazing. It's just noise choice, and that's it. We can't turn off the valve, sir. <laughs> I just I, I say, still though, remember that meme of the guy where his wallet flies out of his freaking pocket, magnetically sticks to the computer, and then you just see valve purchase. Thank you, valve purchase. Thank you, valve purchase. Thank you on his computer <laughs> screen. He's no. <laughs> I haven't bought anything from like a Steam sale in so long. That's so crazy for me to say. I guess that must mean I'm doing something correct. <laughs> but um, and that's that's the thing. With, like I said with you, Marcos. Like this is why I think like PC gamers are going to be really attracted to this thing. Because let's be honest, though. Like the main appeal of getting a gaming PC is that you have a lot of options. You could just play games somehow, some way. You'll figure it out. Oh, what's that? You want to play? fucking sonic adventure on your pc fucking go for it we'll sell it for you here are some mods to make the game run and play better and now we get that same philosophy mindset on a fucking handheld that you could put in your back in your, in your back pocket you know i kind of i kind of this that's why i'm so attracted to this whole thing you know and that's why like people like me who are like who may have you know i bought a switch i like my switch but a part of me wishes like man i wish i bought a separate switch so i could do some modifications and play some emulators but i can't do that because if i do that nintendo will ban me or they will give me fucking trouble you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and that's why like people like me also were excited for like the gpd win and 
the Smash C was a fucking joke, but I mean, like, shit. I literally went on their website while Kenny was talking. Yeah, they're still asking for pre-orders, and they're still ask expecting to ship in 2020. <laughs> and, like, like three links down on Google, they just flat out said, hey, look, let's just be honest, though. I don't think the backers are going to get shit. We're sorry about that, guys. Sorry for, you know, pulling the wool over your eye for so many years. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited. I can't wait to see what people do with it. And I do like Valve's you know, whole philosophy on, like, let people do what they want. Because, you know what? It's shown the work. Hey, have you heard of a little game called Dota 2? Have you heard of a little game called CS fucking Go? Oh, what's that? The most competitive esports games of our lifetime? Well, shit. Who made mm -hmm. them? Oh, a bunch of modders? Damn. I learned something new today. I bet those guys made some good... Yeah, they probably made a, bu a Buffalo Nickel or two. Oh, wait, they made millions of dollars? Hell yeah, dude. All, all I can I say think... is, like... Uh-huh. I prefer if every tech company came with the same approach as Valve is with their console. Nah, dude, that's impossible. Valve is yeah. doing a risky move on purpose, and you guys even mentioned it before, uh, where where uh, Gabe was really struggling, like to say that he he <laughs> he was focusing on pricing so people can afford it. The issue is, is that this is one of those things where obviously people already attempted portable pc and it's a, it was a little lackluster here and there nothing really stuck out uh obviously i think the reason why this specific project really 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 is like super popular mm -hmm. it's not because just steam made it it's essentially a dig people were assumed it was a dig at um at nintendo of because course. of how it looks the button layout and whatnot so i'm pretty sure that when it comes to uh uh, just con just playing as a whole when it comes to just consoles and stuff and and portable PCs, Valve is really pushing the uh, just really really pushing uh, ever so closely to the edge of that cliff to see how far they can go because they really really are trying to like uh, uh what's the word excite the market because now every other company sees well dang this looks like it's successful people are buying it in droves and everything's crazy and to add on to daniel's point uh pc gamers who want to do something portable uh when someone mentions a pc gamer uh they're uh, i'h pretty sure the stereotype isn't someone who goes outside haha <laughs> funny funny joke am i right stereotypes and whatnot uh, slappers. i but, mean there is some people that play video games that just need to go outside and touch grass i mean honestly it's Nah, dude, I'm waiting for the that's patch too much for that. patch update. That's too much pressure on their knees. What are you waiting for the RTX support? Yeah, yes. <laughs> uh, but with if regards I can't, to... If I can't open console command when I get out of this room, I don't want to be outside. <laughs> Where's the command prop? I want to see how much shit I got. Listen, so when it comes to the the steam deck i'm pretty sure it's more of a um best dressed type of issue because obviously it's not the first but it seems to be the best dressed um what do you call it uh well, i would say it's the portable pc attempt a bigger company does it because it's not like a kickstarter project or an indiegogo you know well like, what weren't like, there things like the nvidia shield or some whatever it's called i, for, I forgot the name of it uh it was a uh, it's that's a little bit more complicated because that was more like an android based system that was more dependent on streaming like it wasn't like a windows built computer because i had that i had it and don't get me wrong it was a beast of an emulation machine but by the time i got it like it was one of those things where like the software was okay but like i didn't use it for the software of nvidia i didn't use it for game streaming because i remember i was watching early reviews of it and some guy figured out a way how to use like 4g towers to play uh mm -hmm. like borderlands 2 on the nvidia shield which was the pc version and he was doing it as like the comparison with the borderlands that was available on the vita but i could never get it to work and even when i did try to do the streaming and as i said before i'm not a big fan of the idea of streaming games i like the idea of being able to download and play the games off of the hardware itself um as i said time and time again i had it i had a blast with it as an emulation machine because that thing was a beast in emulation but you know that's that's a little bit different though because that was depending on streaming this is more like you could play this off of a hard drive you know yeah, yeah i get it but it's still the it's it's the same concept other companies did something similar but it wasn't like what you said a big company a super big company a, a staple company when it comes to pc gaming as well with valve obviously you can't think of uh pc gaming without at least for like the bigger stuff without valve because they got they got all the good the good stuff um but the, when it comes to just 
setting a precedent i think this is something that really really is going to push other companies to see like hey this is going to be popular might as well um jump on the bandwagon and yeah. i hope i can only hope that obviously valve being a little bit more uh competitive friendly where they go yeah go ahead and go uh, work on our thing um valve knows that they have uh they have the label people love their labels much like how i said it in our um I said it before, people go back to Nintendo because they have this diehard loyalty to uh, the Nintendo brand. So if Steam makes it, people are just going to go to it because it's 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 a Valve thing, right? So uh, one thing I will say about this, this deck is that I don't know who is going to be comfortable with a non-SSD uh, hard drive because obviously people have been getting used to the, the quick launches, oh, yeah. the quick everything of an ssd so i i'm interested in difference to see the doesn't the the 500 option also bring ssd but the second option the the most expensive option the 650 come with a better ssd and uh better hardware like by hardware i mean like the, the, the case the oh case so the yeah screen. the screen's gonna be actually la laser etched uh anti-glare screen anti-glare mm -hmm. i'm interested in that i'm interested in that to see how that actually works because they tend to be very um what's the word uh prone to scratches so i'm interested in how that works well yeah what and they then they, they include a carrying case and then some cosmetic keys like in system stuff which is kind of dumb but you know they have to throw csgo in there somehow I'm interested in the uh, aftermarket then, because obviously the most expensive option brings the case. So I wonder what the aftermarket has to come out with. I'm pretty sure once we get, uh, well, they already released the specs, right? They the got, dimensions. They're giving out like a premium. It's a premium case for the most expensive option, and then you get a carrying case. I think for all three of them. Yes, mm, all three okay. get a carrying case. Uh, the other ones you get an exclusive Steam community profile, you know, to flex. Um, <laughs> and you get the most expensive one, you get a virtual keyboard theme. Again, and you get flex. a premium case. And a premium case. So bitches be really writing on my deck. Yeah, exactly. Well, they already have dimensions out, so I'm pretty sure people are still are, are probably just uh, figuring out what case to work with, what peripherals to work with, because well, that's exactly what they did with the Switch, where the Switch's dimensions were out, and then people were already working on it, and once the Switch came out, uh, uh, they started releasing I it. I can tell you, it's kind of similar to how phones work, so manufacturers will actually release a mock-up model of whatever console or, you know, whatever um, electronic that they're making, they'll send it out to mm -hmm. the case manufacturers and they'll be able to make the case based off of the mock-up in the first place. So they'll have their cases and the mock-ups in hand before they release the public. I feel like that is part of the phone industry only because when you walk it into a... It is part of the phone uh, industry. Right. Uh, right, you mentioned it was part of the phone industry. But what I'm saying, I think the reason why it's basically part of the phone industry is because uh these phone manufacturers are obviously going to sell it to carriers and these carriers are going to come out with um their own deals with what you come with when it comes to this phone or whatever but at the end they're also going to buy a certain amount of cases either it's directly from the manufacturer uh or it's a third party one obviously people always go to otter boxes because it's a it's a brand name that people trust and and can they just they just know how it works so they just go back to it so i'm pretty sure this might not be the case because the same thing with i don't know if the nintendo did that with um the nintendo switch when it came to giving out everyone a mock model of it so people can adjust whatever measurements they did have for their cases or their joy con strat the, the joy con uh, covers and whatnot so uh, that's that's what i'm interested about we already have the dimensions i'm pretty sure people can just use the whatever images that they came out with to scale and say oh look the um uh the joystick is exactly this many millimeters away from this position this position uh the same with the buttons are this this many millimeters apart yada 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 so then they make a case they make uh grips they make xyz when it comes to their aftermarket parts so that's why i'm interested that's why i'm still interested in the aftermarket parts only because like people can get really really creative with these things you'll never know yep but yeah it's pretty either that or somebody in x etsy is going to do it for you anyways i mean that's true that's what that always happens mm -hmm. but yeah i'm excited i'm really excited we're all excited uh yeah let's move on from that
I don't know about all. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm pretty okay. dang excited. I'm pretty dang excited for it, honestly. Like, like I said, um, I think personally, like these are my closing thoughts just on this this one topic. Okay. Yeah. Um, the the console I believe is going to be absolutely comfortable compared to to Switch because the way that their ergonomics are handled. Um, the price is really good for what it is, and uh, I, a lot of people are saying that it's going to compare to, I believe, a PS4. So, we're going to see some pretty good performance coming out of that machine straight out of the gate, and I wonder how long it's going to last before they make a second iteration. For the what, I'm sorry? For the Steam Deck. <sighs> I, I'm pretty sure they're going to just upgrade the... um. The ability to just, I don't know, make it a more performance or maybe battery life thing that they're probably going to upgrade. I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure Steam is going to release this and just not release anything else until like I was going to say, I was going to say, because seven years later, has Steam ever released a second iteration of their hardware? I mean, the Steam machine. They, okay, we they have the release... Steam machine and then we had the Steam controller, then we had the cloud link, and then we have the the um, index. If it's, it's funny you say that because I was looking up the, the Steam controller. They have a store page where you can't even order yeah. it. Like they're officially. They're, no yeah, they're discontinued. As far as like. As far as, like, a follow-up goes, I guess you could say, like, well, they partnered with HTC to really promote the Vive. Like, yeah, like, their, their their software they would sell, like, yeah, this works with the Oculus, but have you tried the HTC Vive? This thing is, like, you know, thumbs up by Valve, you know, and then later Valve said, all right, HTC, that was good. Now your headset kind of sucks. We're going to make our own headset, <laughs> and it's going to be the best. And that's, like, the, the thing I brought up earlier is that my only concern with this whole thing is that Valve does tend to have a track record where they release good hardware based on, like, you know, the idea of it on paper it sounds the best but as far as supporting it goes it usually doesn't take off either that or they die out or it becomes a collector's item now like i'm surprised like people are selling like steam controllers i guess because there's like a demand for it for a collector's item people are asking for like 120 bucks i could have like found that shit for less than 10 at like any GameStop or any store like i was just looking up an article where they said like they were giving them out for like 15 or less um you know and, and that's that's the thing as far as like the steam machine goes I think it's more like Valve promoted an idea, but other companies picked up and they made it. Yeah. You know, it's like, like I, I think that Valve knocked on the like Alienware and HP and all these companies say, hey, we're gonna give you an operating system and an idea and a basic idea of what we want to do. You make the hardware. Mm-hmm. They'll still make the hardware, but Valve won't basically advertise it because they didn't really bust out or succeed. Because, like I said, why would you buy a Steam machine for the quote-unquote convenience for a operating system that isn't always supported and it's more of a headache than anything when you could just build a computer and just plug in an hdmi cable and plug in an xbox 360 controller and bam you're set like convenience of being able to lug it around you can't what i mean like you think you can you can't just lug around a tower at that point? not not on a train I don't, I don't believe you can play on a tower on a train or a plane, well, or... I'm talking about the Steam Machine, not the oh. deck. I'm talking about the Steam Machine. Oh, yeah, machine. well, at that point, you might as well just buy a console, I mean. That, too. That's, too. That's that's also true. But, you know what? That's that's the thing. So, we'll have to wait and see. I'm excited. I'm, I'm happy seeing a lot of people. I guess for my closing thoughts, uh, I'll consider it. It looks pretty dope. I just, again, like, my only reason why I don't want to get it right now is that, like, again, there, like Marco said, there is the promise that they could make better a better revision of it i like to see what the community can do with it first because probably like, six years down the line doubt... what's that probably six years down the line they'll do it probably yeah that's very true um and, and it's just the last thing though uh they haven't dropped the uh the patch update for the grass texture yet so i'm still haven't left my room yet so i'm not i'm not much of a of a handheld guy myself i i you know the excitement of like oh man i could play breath of the wild on the tv and on the shitter like this is awesome you know but after a while it's like oh okay cool i'm just gonna play my my switch on my TV. dude i haven't played my switch in over a year so like yeah i don't blame you i don't blame you but yeah uh marcos let's go ahead and hear your closing thoughts uh obviously People are going to ride this hype train because that's what people do. 
it's a hype train so i don't recommend people going at it right away but obviously people want the best thing the newest thing first and foremost so it's it's a eh to me obviously i have a different kind of mindset but all i'm saying is that when it comes to this steam deck that um if you're gonna go for it make sure you protect it make sure you have an extended warranty on it uh and that's really it uh i can only hope for the best i'm a little pessimistic in some areas but uh let's just hope that <laughs> i'm pretty sure we're gonna make future episodes about all the issues that it's gonna come out with oh, absolutely. because if this if this podcast was around when the Nintendo Switch Switch was first released, we would have regular Nintendo. Heck yeah! The pixels, all the Joy Con drift. Yeah, it's still on. Well, they so keep bringing yeah. it up, but I have always said I just haven't dealt with it yet. But yeah, I I, I have dealt with it. Yeah, that's annoying. That's but yeah, uh, that's those are my closing thoughts. Can't wait to talk trash about it in the future when it first comes <laughs> when, it, when it finally gets released. Yeah, I'm gonna be a video game reviewer. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I think that's pretty much what we got to say. I mean, like, damn, we talked about Steam Deck. We're not. Uh, my only question I got to ask is the uh, is the Steam Deck dock is that like the only way you could plug it into a TV, or you could just use like a USB C? See, and that's what I don't know, but I'm pretty sure that's gonna be another option. Like these uh, USB C plugs, um, like the actual USB C decks, um, mm. that have HDMI plugs in them. I'm pretty sure they're gonna be usable on the system so yeah i just figured like the steam deck dock is just going to be a little bit more like hey like this is what you use if you want to get ethernet mm-hmm. if you want to get a little bit more usb ports and things like okay i just want to be sure because like you know we were talking about like nintendo accessories earlier and i think the first thing everyone asked when they saw the switch dock you know when everybody was freaking out that oh my god the dock is going to scratch up my screen blah 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 blah. this thing is so yeah. big and heavy the first thing everyone asked was is there a dock replacement? And Nintendo basically nope. said, no, don't use a third-party one because we're probably going to break your Switch And then it point. did. And <laughs> the search was on. Yeah. No, it, no, it did. It and did. you know I why? You know why it did? Because Nintendo updated the software that basically no. breaks them. It's because they too. used the included power brick for the dock rather than the official one. Had they used the official power brick with the switch with like the third party switch dock, it wouldn't have break the system. Oh, okay. I didn't know if that was uh, they finally figured that out. But they, yeah, did an Apple. With... they did an Apple. They did an Apple. They the did an Apple where did an Apple with a freaking for people who don't know it's the charging ports. Uh, they have certain resistances on their uh, ports that they will only accept apple uh chargers that go into it because it gives you the right amount of voltage to undo that variable resistor whatever that resistor is i'm not sure if it's a resistor with a diode but regardless it's a um it's something that apple did to combat third parties uh chargers when they first came out and then obviously after some time came after some time went out they obviously adapted it so the charging cable didn't matter what cable you used mm-hmm. because most third parties knew exactly what cable to use and boom. So yeah, um, Nintendo pulled an apple. So that's funny, but it's Nintendo. I, yeah. I, I, I don't, but, I don't expect any less and more and more of them. This really. is the reason why they don't include yeah. the, the power brick anymore. And they say to use your, your actual switch charger in order for you to use that dock mm-hmm. is because, because the, right. the ones that they would include didn't have the right voltages. Like some of them would overvolt. So it would just brick that the whole system altogether. Because whatever the PCB that was connected to the USB-C was married to the motherboard. Had that PCB die, you can't unmarry it. Mm, right, okay. so that that was like the, the thing that everyone was looking for the quest. Like, okay, how do I replace the dock? Because this thing is way too big, it's clunky, it takes up so much shelf Enter space, chat, Skull & Co. <laughs> yeah, there was all these companies that were doing it. I think I've only tried one. And thankfully, it didn't break my Switch, but it was the weirdest thing. I experienced, like, the worst fucking input lag ever oh, in my you, life. It was you so really weird. need to try the Skull & Co. Uh, dock. It's a portable dock. It's, like, 20 bucks, I think. And um, it's literally just a USB-C plug, like, on the side. Pretty much, like, had, had like if you were to plug it into a Mac, if you know what I'm talking about. Like, if you look up, like, a Mac USB-C hub... It's it's essentially the same thing, just with an HDMI port on it. Okay. It, it's called the right, Skong Co cool. Core, um, so you can just Google that, find it. All right, I'll take a look. 
Um, but yeah, that's that's just my my thing. I, I remember hearing this debate because people were talking. I think it was like one of the Guilty Gear games or something, like the new one that came out. Uh, people were saying that apparently the PS5 version has less input lag or something like mm-hmm. that. And so they were doing this this argument that like, well, we can't get the PlayStation 5 because the PS5 is really hard to get right now and we can't chill out for it. And we don't want to get PCs because running a PC fighting game tournament is way more complicated than it needs to with a lot of different input with a lot of different inputs and things like that. If you ever wonder why like PCs have never been this standard for uh, fighting games, it's for that reason. Mm-hmm. But now I'm curious to see like, well, can the Steam Deck be used as like the standard? Technically, yes, because it's it technically can. So I'm like, hey, that because it's an neat. even playing field. I mean. If everybody has a Steam Deck, it's about the same price as the PlayStation yeah. Five. If you want to, so I'm I'm curious to see how that goes. But yeah, I'm I'm really excited. Uh, I'm just I'm just so excited to see what the people will make with the Steam Deck, and uh, you know, let's just see where we go from there. But uh, I think we should go ahead and wrap. It's getting kind of late, and we're about I'm past an hour now, so I think we should go ahead and wrap. Um, thank you so much for watching or listening to the DKM podcast. As you guys know, you can watch us on YouTube. You can listen to us on Spotify. Uh, anchor uh google podcast any place where you have any streaming services that allow podcasting service you could look us up at the dkm podcast or don't know much podcast and you could just listen to us there we greatly appreciate you guys watching and listening if you haven't yet join our discord server we've been talking about the steam deck for the last uh week or so and if you haven't got enough of us talking about it for an hour you can engage with the chat we definitely appreciate you guys joining our discord server it's the link is in the description down below on youtube or anywhere where you're listening to us on any streaming services like spotify um and i think with that we're just going to go ahead and say good night stay safe and take care see ya